ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility. And from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, you Break iFix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools. It's true. And it's also easy to visit youbreakifix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own You Break iFix. This is a podcast. The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Pick them all in short. Law 700. The boy DJ Kupa. BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. Jelani, JB Bodie, and of course my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show. We got the jazz. Fresco famous. The Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Fresco, give it to you. One time, can you put a deuce up for the triple black niggas that put forth so much foresight on this forthcoming fifth album? Nigga, this style is fantastic. That's why the young lasses ask us with such passion. Catch up. Thank God, I said thank God, I said thank God. We don't do what we used to do no more. Thank God, I said thank God, I said thank God. 
Congrats, congrats to the Golden State Warriors on winning that NBA championship last night. This is the homie Trey Frazier and Maestro Styles yep. here in the house tonight. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We are live right here on Spreaker.com. Make sure y'all go to Spreaker.com and y'all go to our homepage and click that follow button so that when you do, so when you hear the show live, when we do these shows, you get notifications in your email also, you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2. And don't forget, we got the WordPress blog site. So go to WordPress.com, search Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And I know the homie Maestro put up a couple of posts on there over the last uh, week or so. So make sure you guys check that okay. out. Um, just want to introduce the chat room real quick. I see uh, the homie Vince Wright repping the X Squad was good uh, representing the Sports Done Right show. Um, I believe he's doing a show tonight, uh, eight thirty Eastern time. So make sure y'all check that out. Also, the homie BS Three Sports uh, repping X Squad as well. Yes, sir. The homie Ben was good. Was good. Appreciate Shout y'all in the chat love. room. Also, uh, the homie Big L just popped up in here, repping X Squad also. Yes, sir. Was good. Appreciate you. Um, so, you know, the Warriors, they win in five. Um, I mean, my prediction was, you know, totally off. I, yeah, man. I, I, really, I really thought it was over after game two. And, you know, even game three, even when that happened, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm getting it right. I'm getting it right. And then... Game four happened, and the refs happened. In, in my honest opinion, and uh-huh. I know everybody kind of shares that same opinion, but when 
you give the Cavs 20 free throws in the first quarter yeah. alone, yeah. that that's the referees affecting the game a little bit there. And on top of the fact that they put up 80-plus in the first half the first of the game. Half, yeah. I mean, most teams will put that much up in the whole game. Yeah, man. Look, um, congratulations to the Warriors. Congratulations to KD on his first uh, his first title. Definitely. Um, I had the you know I had the Warriors in seven, and um, and I don't know if anybody was paying attention, but I said specifically the Warriors were going to win Game Three, the Cavs were going to win Game Four. So I was I was on a nice little run. He was and, on a nice little uh, run, yeah. And Game Five, because I had actually had the Cavs winning the next three right. to force the Game Seven. Um, and then where I had the Warriors winning, um, the Warriors said that they ain't had time for that. Um, yeah, I mean, you were close, man, because game five, especially in the beginning, looked like yeah, the like, Cavs like were they in control. Gonna, yeah, they yeah, like definitely, they control. definitely. And um, they, they definitely squeaked it out. Uh, well, I can't even say squeaked it out because really – um, KD broke down, started crying like three minutes left in the fourth quarter. Right, and right. I watched Steph Curry in the last minutes of the game go down, just trying to basically yank somebody give a and fist put, pump yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, he was just trying to yank somebody. And I get thought Jr. Corner. was gonna like slug him or something, or, or somebody on the Cavs was just gonna pop him one time for doing that. You know, in the middle of game action. But I mean, look, the Cavs couldn't come back. Um, the difference. In the game for me was that twenty-eight to four run. Yeah. I think in the second quarter. Yeah, and I had went in the kitchen to get some food or something. It was like five minutes, and you know Debbie was with me, and we were doing something in the kitchen, and we went back to the TV, and I'm like, I'm like, babe, like weren't the Warriors just down eight points? Now yeah. they're up by fifteen. Like right. what? What the hell did we miss? Right. <laughs> you know. So after that. I mean, that was all she wrote, and um, you know, you got to give the Cavs credit. Um, and I'll, I'll call out particularly one guy, J.R. Smith, showed up, and in I game thought five. in game five, and 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 I thought he should have gotten fed the ball a little bit more in that game because he was hot, man. I mean, he went five for five in his he first was, three point shots. I mean, that's be. I mean, if you're asking me, um, I don't want to say I don't want to say luck. But he was just throwing shots up. Sure, and that, a couple I, of those yeah, were out of out of the desperation. Shot out of the yeah. seven threes, I think he shot. Yep, about four of those was just throw ups, and I'm not even including the half court. You know, the four half court shots yep. he made. I'm not even counting yep. that one. Mm-hmm. But um, he 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 was just kind of heaving them, and and you know, if they go in, it's great, and if they don't, then you know, whatever. So I, I mean, I, I don't feel like I feel like. I feel like they were doing necessary. You know, they were doing some good things at the end of the day, man. And you know, and there was really nothing the Cavs could do. And and we said this. Nah. We said this the second KD got signed to the Warriors. Well, I don't know. You said I think you kind of held back. You you know, kind of. I don't know. I wanted to see because I I think what I said was let's see come after the All Star break what moves they were going to make because I knew they were going to make some type of trade or some type of move yeah. to help them, you know, solidify themselves. And it looked legit at the time because remember KD went down with the injury. So that kind of made things interesting. Plus you get Kyle Corver, you get Darren Williams, you get uh, Andrew Bogut, even though he went down in the first game as a calf, but it, Got interesting up until KD came back and kind of reminded everybody, like, yo, I'm KD. 
let's yeah, get this popping. Look, man. Um, <laughs> it, I said this from the second it, it happened. The pending injury, there was really nothing that the Cavs could do to beat this team. And um, let's be clear, they got took in the game seven without KD. Yep. Um, yep. Pen again, pending injury. They, I mean. They, he took all of the pressure. All the things I said, he took all of the pressure off Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Why is, and, and meanwhile, while we talking, Steph Curry almost averaged a triple double. I was about to say, Steph put up numbers. And, and so he he was allowed to play freely. He was allowed to play as a uh, point guard, you know, a right. scoring point guard without, you know, he they, the pressure was KD took all of the slack off this man. And you know, and you know, his stats showed it. Right. Um. He didn't have a bad finals at any. Uh, I guess maybe game four he had a bad game. He didn't have a, but you know, all bad finals. No, he had a great finals, and it was because it was not on his six three frame. You know, to have to deal with LeBron and to have to deal with Kyrie. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Durant took all that pressure off of him, man, and um, I, I definitely I want to I want to um, I don't know if you caught this on um, DJ Queen, what up, Duggan and Dodge, what up? I don't know I want I don't know if you caught this on Instagram. I put a, a post up of uh, Katie holding holding the trophies, and I asked um, if a man creates a plan, right? Um, whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. whether you like it or not, right? And you know, creates a plan and then executes it. I mean, can you still really be mad at him? I mean, look, I'd be the first to tell you that I didn't like the I didn't like the KD thing for the simple simple the fact that there was going to be no competition. There was no I'm sorry, yeah. sixteen and one. There was no competition in the game. They lost. They got twenty free throws in the first quarter. I was say, eighty and the a refs half. gave Cleveland that game. And let's face it, the Cavaliers did something really historical. In game four, where you thought they can't do this again, not right. without, not without right. the assistance of the they, refs, right? Not they, gonna, can't, right. they can't do this they're again. Not do that again, right? Not in Oracle Arena. They're, they're not, not going to do that. They're not going to do it again. Period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you know, a lot of people was a- a- angry. I, I didn't want to say angry. I just like I said, he's going to get the chip now. They, they, yep. He's going to get it now. It's yep. just a matter of. Um, How what it happens? Well, it's, going, it's a matter of what he's going to do afterwards. What is yep. he going to do now that he got the chip? Um, does he does he go back to OKC? Does he go back? Does he go to DC? Nah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah. Did he get the less did whatever did, lesson that you know he needed or whatever he needed? Right. And going to Golden State, did he get what he needed in order to go and kind of do what LeBron did? Right. And bringing the title to Cleveland. Right. Right. The, the DC thing is kind of interesting, and you know we're, we're going to get to this topic a little bit. Later in the podcast, we're we're actually gonna try to predict what the next NBA super team is gonna be. So y'all want to stick around for that? But the whole DC thing is kind of interesting. But uh, let me say this about KD: I didn't like the move. I, I expressed it fully that I thought going to the team that basically came back from down three one to beat you in the conference finals for a chance at a championship was a bit like, yo, like, it was like the saying, you if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. I, I, I didn't like that. And but quite that's frankly, a great saying, though. Yeah. And, I, and <laughs> if you can't beat them, join them. And, and quite frankly, when I, when I think about it, I've never seen that in any of the four major sports. I mean, yeah. not baseball, football. I, I've, I've never seen that 
in I mean in my lifetime. I mean just not being just not going to the team that beat you right. in such a dramatic fashion. I can't think of an instance. I can't. Yeah, I I really can't think of that. So, How does Westbrook feel now? So on Facebook last night, I put up a photo mm-hmm. of a cartoon Westbrook's looking out this vent and the Warriors are celebrating their chip and LeBron is standing off in a pasture. Look, Westbrook is angry. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you this right now. He's angry, um, and and it's funny. I, I meant to check his Twitter account to see if he was you know, uh, about yeah. to say some stuff. I doubt it, but but and if down, he did, it would have been news by now. Right, right. Yeah. Deep down inside, this dude is angry, and he's probably gonna average a quadruple double next but, season. But could he really be mad at KD at this point? Because now, now that he's won the title, it kind of and. and even though it might not be the case, it mm-hmm. kind of it kind of validates the point that I couldn't. It's not not just Russell Westbrook, but maybe the offensive system in OKC. I can't. Me and him don't mesh. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And where KD, you know, went. You know, when he went, he was saying they moved the ball. You know what I'm saying? That those types of things. Right. Um. The dude, they moved the ball. They looked like an Olympic team. They looked like what the Spurs looked like in 2014 when they won the title. Just beautiful ball movement, yeah. self unselfishness, and the passes were crisp. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. I mean, but on, and, and I don't even give credit to Cleveland because on both sides, man. Because let's not pretend like this Cleveland team is like not a super team. It's a super team. Yeah, you know, you know. I mean, and some people think Kevin Love is not a star. Okay. Uh, there's two and a half stars. At at worst, there's two and a half well, I stars think he's a star. on the team. I think I just think you can't is, score nine points in well, a game I, in the finals. I think he's a star. I just think that his point, like his game in Minnesota, he was the yeah. offense. Twenty five or fifteen, he, he was, was the that. offense. Yep. And now where he's you know kind of kind of like what happened with Chris Bosh when he went to the Heat. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Chris Bosh had a you know a better career right. there, but it's like. You go from being the guy to being the third option. Yeah, true. You know, and, and you know that 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 affects your uh, your game. It does. Mocha was good. Welcome what up, to the chat what room. Uh, Big L's got a correct. Hold on, go, here. go up, but go up though, because um, um, Vince Wright. There you go. He was oh, okay. Sick. Yeah, Vince Wright says I'm doing some research for my show. My beloved Lakers played with three NBA MVPs: Kareem, Magic, and Bob McAdoo. Okay, so was that a point to say that we've never seen somebody go through well, a team that? Yeah, people? I don't think. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know, but I think um, they played with three MVPs. I don't. I don't. I don't think it was I don't, for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's so much that they're because there've been super teams in the history of. The yeah, league. I don't think we're disputing that. Yeah, I think um, for me. Um, and and uh, matter of fact, we can go to Big L who says, uh, who beat Ray Allen, Celtics, he, and then Ray Allen joined the Heat to win another championship, correct? Um, see, I think the difference, um, and I, I, the difference for Ray Allen is that Ray Allen, was Ray Allen in his prime at that point? Beyond um, that. Yeah, he was right. So beyond you know what I'm saying? That. Like, yeah. KD is still the best or second best player in the game. Right. And he went and joined up with. Some would say the third best player in the game, right? Or at least fourth, if you want to bring Kawhi Leonard into the argument, right? But um, and you got to remember that final season with the Celtics, he was coming off the bench. Avery Bradley uh-huh. was the starter at the two spot. So that year that he beat him, I he, think he's talking that, about the year that he beat him. 
I think so, yeah. Okay. But that yeah. season, Ray Allen was coming yeah. off the bench. Uh-huh. So he saw his minutes start to dwindle. So that's why it was like, you know what? I want a chance at another title. Yeah, yeah I mean, let me go there. And obviously, it's not the same. And then, and then you got to also think about the way these quote unquote super teams were were created. Like whereas with the Warriors, um, these guys were bought in mm-hmm. outside of uh, Kevin Durant. These guys were they, they didn't bring in. You know, I mean, they brought in people like Sean Livingston, maybe, but. Uh, you know, drafted, Clay was drafted. Right. Draymond right. was drafted. Steph Curry was drafted. And then these guys became, um, you know. They became something. They became good players. Regardless how you want to say they got to the first title, you know, a win is a win, a title's a title. They got it, they earned it. Yeah. And with, with, with and, and the difference between that and what, per se, LeBron did, I think, um, is that he played general manager. Yep, he plays general manager. I mean, he he goes in, and, and you know, and I don't want to. I, I really don't want to shit on LeBron right now because I, I what I really want to do is give him props because the Bam averaged a triple double, and in the finals. um, and the the bottom line is he just need help. That's just the bottom line. He needs help to beat the Warriors. I mean, okay, to beat the Warriors. Okay. Yeah, to beat the Warriors. That's, that's fair. I'm only talking about to beat the Warriors. That's I fair. mean, obviously, he, he, <laughs> he runs through the East. Like he that's, runs through the East. That, that, that's fair. Yeah, to beat to beat this team as constructed, Darren Williams is not going to cut it. Um, Amon Shumpert. I mean, I I, I think as if Amon Shumpert doesn't already kind of have a reduced. He's reduced to a defensive role at this point. Um, you need you need you need more firepower. Kyle, just Kyle Culver at the three point line. Kyle Culver is the only person on that Cavaliers team, in my opinion, that has a constant, a consistent three pointer. Right. Um. Right. In my opinion, you. I mean, and, some and, would say J.R. Smith, but J.R. Smith is spotty, and everybody knows it. And J.R. Smith plays spotty defense. I'm never going to continue to um not push that train. And Darren Williams needs to retire. I I, I think he's finished. Yeah. Um. You can't score a total of what i don't know five points in the entire nba finals when you're supposed to be the guy you're supposed to be the playmaker off the bench he was not that at all yeah and and it kind of showed in the minutes he played i mean ty Lu was like yo you're not producing for me i, I gotta keep you on the bench man this is he didn't it, score a basket till game four till game four yeah he didn't, he didn't score a basket and even that shot was a, a little bit of luck that went in it was a three-pointer i think mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. The the Cavs, or I should say, LeBron needs help in order to beat, beat this the, team. In order to beat this, team. in order to beat this team, and they're gonna be around. And I know Clay Thompson's got the option to go somewhere else. But if I'm Clay Thompson, I'm I'm staying. I'm staying because now we're talking about dynasty. Yeah, exactly. Now we're talking about dynasty. It, exactly. And look, when you look out west, I know the Spurs with Pop and Kawhi. They're looking at getting Chris Paul though, and 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 and, and look, Chris I'm not Paul, I'm not sure. I mean, they I think they can make the road bumpier for Golden State. Yeah, they but, they're gonna make the road bumpier definitely. And and quite frankly, if the Rockets stay together, like if they don't break up that core mm-hmm. as far as the three point shooting, I want to see them in a series against Golden State. I want to see if they could push. You know the no. Warriors to. Uh, I mean, they're not going to win the series. I'm not saying that, but yeah, I, 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 I think they can make I some things rough for them. I, I mean, because that's the. I mean, to beat the Warriors, 
Yeah, you, you want to slow the game run. down, but you still got to be able to run and keep up with them. And the Rockets, I think, are the, the best. The Rockets aren't going to be able to aim that can run mm-hmm. with this team. Now, problem's going to be the best player on the team can't defend. Well, I don't say, say he can't defend. He won't defend. That's right. that's one problem. So Steph is going to average 40. It, right. And, and, and number two, when those other guys' shots don't fall... Now it, it turns into a blowout. Yeah, at that point. Yeah, no, nah, I don't think the Rockets got a shot because as much as Golden State runs, don't get it twisted. They they get a little physical. Right, right. They definitely get a little physical. I don't. I don't think they got a shot, man. Hey, the, the homie Big L. He said uh, second with question marks. That he's referring to us saying KD's. KD's the second best player. In the league, and he thinks uh, he's the new number one, the new King KD. Uh, I wouldn't go that far nah, just bruh. yet. Nah, bro. I wouldn't go that nah, far just bruh. yet. Cause see, KD doesn't make uh, does does KD make others better? Yeah, I think he does, but not at the level. See, you gotta understand, and I, I, I talked about this in my um in my po- in my blog post last week. Right. See, LeBron James is like. And it's funny because somebody told me, somebody kind of corrected me on this um, on a a show, you know, prior show. Right. LeBron James is like Magic Johnson in the sense that he is a tall ass point guard. And he like, as much as, I mean, he's efficient at small forward. Mm -hmm. But I think if, if he was a point guard... Well, if he was a point guard, he would his. I think his point total might go down. I might go down. I but, it will go down. Yeah, but yeah. so I think him at small forward works. But the dude is a point guard playing small forward, and it, 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 this dude. So it's just it's just another level right. than what a pure small forward and Kevin Durant LeBron, does. LeBron could be a center playing point guard too when you also really think about it because LeBron can play almost every position on the floor yeah Kevin Durant Kevin Durant is a pure three and um and and that's why it doesn't seem like he he gets people involved but the dudes I think if I'm not mistaken he was averaging five six assists this series right so it's not like you know he's like terribly off he's just not asked to do what LeBron is asked to do yep you know so no so Duncan and Dodgen uh, says the Cavs bench was just a bunch of popular names, not effective in the finals. I agree. Uh, yeah, and, and Duncan and Dodgen, here's the other thing. Um, and I said this about Darren Williams um, to my god sister Janelle the other day. Darren Williams, in moments, in big moments, is just not that dude. Darren Williams is a system point guard. Yeah. Yeah, he was system under point Jerry guard. Sloan's system. He was, he was great. He was system point guard, and he went to Brooklyn, and I mean, he balled for a while, and then when playoffs came around, the dude was, the dude wasn't ready for the moment. And even in this finals, where the guy doesn't score a point, it's like, yo, you like, you really don't have that will to win. Like it, it just feels that way. Yeah, like the guy just doesn't have the. The, you know the guts for it. Uh, Big L says uh, LeBron needs to get off the point, lose his energy every game, handling the ball too much, and that's what I kind of that was my criticism. Kind of, um, and I didn't mention it like that. Maybe I would have wouldn't have gotten into an argument last week yep. um, if I had just said he handling the ball too much. Because the thing about LeBron, and and, and I'm gonna reference my blog, my blog again, is that. Asking like if his career ended right now, right? For my for my 
money, he's the second best player of all time for my money. Okay. Um, and obviously, I I wasn't. You know, I'm 33, so I wasn't. Kareem sure, we didn't and see Bill, Bill Russell and all that, but yeah, for my money, yep. he's the second best under Jordan. And my 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 uh, what I talked about in the post is that he has an opportunity, and it would start with this series in beating uh, the Warriors. That he has an opportunity to become greater than Michael, but it would have to be because of heroics and not necessarily because yep. of his great stats. Because let's be clear. Statistically, and he and, and he played a great game, but it wasn't a, ho, a, a, a quote a, a quote unquote heroic game. Right, it was a game where he did what he's supposed to do within the system. But sometimes, and and I think anybody who watched a Michael Jordan game would attest to it. Sometimes you kind of you kind of got to switch shit up yep. and do what you got to do yep. to get the win. Yeah, when and when guys shots don't fall, you got to take control. You got to say game. fuck it. You ain't shooting no more. Yep. Yep, right. you, you got to do that. And for heroics, it would have been great to see him come back from 3-1 down right? and win a title in, and that, went, fashion in that fashion to solidify. And I get he did it last year. Yep. I get that. But he didn't do it with this team that is being argued as the best team ever, ever assembled. Yep. Um, this, this, team is, this team is just different. And and let's be clear, he did it in a different way last year, i.e. going to the refs and getting Draymond suspended game five. Pretty much. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. So, um, Right. And speaking of the refs, um, I just saw something in the chat room here that the refs got paid some money for extending the series to a game five. So maybe there was some incentive to try to, you know, slow the game down a bit. And, and I was kind of frustrated at that. I was I was talking to mom after the game. I said... I said, Mom, the first half of this game ended at 10.30 at night. The game started at 9. Usually, first halves of games are close to about an hour real time. Right. The thing was an hour and a half. Like, that That was that was ridiculous, the way they, they called that game. And, you know, it ended about, what, midnight? I mean, it might as well, you know, with all the... You know, with all the calls that were man, being made, I, I'm gonna tell you, man. Uh, I I um I missed the first half, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I was, I don't I don't really know. I know I was I woke up and realized shit the game on. Right. Um, and uh, <laughs> and I um I looked at my phone and saw that they had scored 80 points in the uh <laughs> in the first half and was like, damn, did I miss a fucking game? Like it was like. <laughs> Cause this is because, and you know, I didn't think. I mean, back when I went, you know, obviously went back and looked and saw they got twenty free throws in the first quarter and that, and that type of shit. I'm like, okay, all right. So eighty points makes eighty points and a half makes sense. Yep. But I'm I'm trying to understand. I, I just really don't understand um, what happened. Like in that game for it, it LeBron. Look, and, and I was I was I was about to go off on a tangent. Let me let right. me let me bring it back. <laughs> let right, me bring right. it back. Um. LeBron James has the opportunity, had the opportunity, and I'm not saying that the opportunity is gone and he lost. I'm just saying that he had the opportunity this year, in my opinion, to really make this a situation where we have to consider him the best player of all time, um, because there was no other way he was going to beat this Warriors team besides going ape shit crazy scoring wise, right? Right. Um, and and he didn't, and, and and you know, but that's not too. Shit on the fact that, it, you know, they say shoot for the moon. If you miss, you'll be amongst the stars. The nigga's a star. He's the second best 
in all time for me and obviously the best right now. Um, props to KD, but he ain't better than LeBron at this moment. Um, nah. Gotta, and gotta and not to say that he'd ever won't, but I will give him credit for this because um, he damn sure was posting up this series. Oh yeah, because he Definitely. wasn't he wasn't he wasn't able to do that as well in 2012. In 2017, um, the uh, KD got that shit together because he was posting. Right, right, he was right. definitely posting, man. But yeah, LeBron missed the opportunity, man. And and again, it's not to say it's gone. It's not to say that you know we should be shitting on him today. But I I definitely think that this would have really jumpstarted the conversation of him being the greatest of all time. Yeah, Big L's got his top three: Kareem one, MJ two, LeBron three. That's not a bad. I mean, you know, I, I can't three. argue with that. I yeah, just no don't argument. agree. No, no argument. Yeah, there. I can't really argue with though. The number to dial the show is two four zero five three two two seven one eight. Uh, we're talking NBA Finals. We're gonna talk Cavs and what they got to do and some more stuff. Um, you're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, we're going to come right back. But first, I just want to remind everybody that we got a partnership with Lyft. And I want everybody to know that if you know somebody or you yourself want to ride Lyft for the first time, just use the code Barbershop17. That's Barbershop17. And you can save some money on your first Lyft ride. We'll be right back, folks. SME, you're not ready for the number one Chief Rocket Jersey Vern doing his recap show on SME. Listen, ain't nobody out here show can go three hours nonstop, no commercial interruption, anything like that. The Chief Rocket does a three-hour show with no breaks. To all you other talk shows, you better up your game and get it right because the Jersey Vern is about to stomp on you, the number one chief rocker. Boom, shakalaka, suckers. Yo, this is your boy, KC, from the Kicking It With KC show. show. When I want to jam, I'm jamming with Queen Josie and DJ Nunu as they're kicking those vibes. Text in my phone. She 
you just wanna ride with a G. I can't knock up, fucking with these imposters, lowercase G's, little me's, them niggas picking sticks and seeds out of they weed. My bug covered in fuzz, but not surrounded by the police. She remember what it was She remember what it used to be But somewhere along the line She fucked up and realized She lost her seat And now She just won't ride with a G She just wanna ride with a G Yeah, yeah Player, player, player Sprayer on a real logo, I should be the mayor. Compassionate, writer, fly to a spider. Scope on him tough like a sniper. Viper, my cipher is G's. No fleas, green trees, no seeds. Oh, please, we press with ease. Artistically, in the midst of me, I'm mystically and magical. The way I form the group, make it smooth. I mean, cause my shit is like classical. It blows my mind, and I know this new diamond I quote is worth about a meal ticket. Baby, is you down to come get it? He's the only person that I was looking at since I, since 2012. He's the only one I looked at and said he's he's the only guy that can look me out of eye. And I knew it was going to be a battle. I was trying to challenge him. He averaged a damn triple double. Can't stop the guy. But we battled, man. We battled him. You know, I told him, I told him we tied up now. And uh, you know, we were trying to do this thing again. But I'm gonna celebrate this one tonight. Welcome back to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. It's Trey Frazier and Maestro Styles here in the house. If you want to call the show, the number to dial is 240-532-2718. That was just Kevin Durant uh, talking about LeBron James and, uh, you know, their battle going back to 2012. And now they're tied, you know, face-to-face in the finals. And most likely we're probably going to see that next season, kind of the rubber match and all that. But uh, let's get to the Cavs, and um, it seems like there's going to be some changes on that roster. Mm -hmm. And I don't care what people say. I don't care what LeBron says. LeBron is the GM, even though he doesn't hold the title. He's the guy that pushes these front office people to do what he wants them to do, and that's just how I feel about it. But um, but I I, got to think that they're going to make some crazy kind of move and what I mean by crazy is something to do with getting Kevin Love off the team or possibly and I disagree with this but trading Kyrie for maybe a, a CP3 really yeah there um, there's some talk out there about that um I'm listening to Sports Talk Radio today and you know there's a possibility that if Chris Paul talks to LeBron and says hey look you know I can you know cuz look let's face it and I asked, I asked this question in the chat room in Doug's show earlier today. Now that KD's got his ring, he was the guy that had the most pressure to win a title. Now we're looking for the next guy who's more under pressure to win a title, who hasn't had one yet. Okay. And when I look at who doesn't have a title yet, CP3 is at the top of that list. If you want to argue Carmelo, that's fine. Yeah. But... I think it's CP3 for a, a lot of reasons. That Paul George? Um, Paul George? Um, I mean, I get that um, Chris Paul's been, long, been there longer, been a star for longer, obviously. Um, and hasn't gotten out the second round. And hasn't gotten out the second round. That's been a big yeah, you yeah. know, knock on him 
as well. I mean, the the 3-1 collapse against the Rockets a couple years ago, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. hangs over his head. And and even some of these other, you know, early exits out the postseason. Yeah. You know, against Portland? Like, and I, and I get Blake was hurt, but but against Portland, really? You know, so for and and you know, to address the Paul George thing, I'm not sure he's under pressure just yet because okay. I don't think I, mean, uh, I don't think people expected pedigree. the Pacers yeah. As okay. title contenders, That's maybe fair. when they had Hibbert and West and yeah. all them guys, That's fair. but That's fair. I don't think he. I don't think people expected. Him I mean, they to got the coaching tag. I mean, in, in in the Clippers, I mean, they got the coaching tag. Yes, you know, yep. Blake Griffin was a big a big splash, or you know, he, he was drafted, but he was a big splash. And I, I mean, I, I I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, um, so as as far as what the Cavs are going to do here, they they got to find a way to really um they got to find a way to really offset what the Warriors are doing and I'm not sure they can do it in this offseason unless something crazy happens look um Ky- I don't think Kyrie's the answer because here's the thing um uh Grego what up <laughs> GSW brings joy to all okay yeah I got you um look uh, shit, I forgot what I was saying. What was I talking about? What was we just talking about? Oh, we were just talking about uh, what the Cavs are going to make, how the Cavs are going to make moves. To oh, they can't get rid of Kyrie. I'm not, I got they Yeah, I agree. Rid, they I can't agree. get rid of Kyrie. Because here's the I thing. Um, as, as great as um, Magic, uh, I was going to call him Magic Johnson. As great <laughs> as LeBron is, um, if, you expect, if you're expecting him to be the Magic Johnson 2.0, which means playing point guard at you know playing point guard mm-hmm. then you need somebody that's closing games and Kyrie Irving um while he's I don't think he's there yet as being like the ultimate closer of a game right he's in my opinion already the best finisher at the rim um he just is to me he's the best finisher at the rim to me um so once he starts making better shots you know that's not layups Right, you know, jumpers making better decisions of when to sporadically shoot a jumper and things of that nature. Yep, um, I think they'll have more trust in him at being a closer. I feel like when he closes games, it happens more organically than it does. They're saying they saying, "Hey, Kyrie closes game." Yep. Um, I, so I think for me, uh, Kyrie is somebody that you got to keep. Um, Cal Corver is somebody you got to keep just because you don't have much consistent three point shooting after that. Um, Kevin Love, I, I I guess he gotta go, man. I mean, you know, if you're talking about in the that's same, the one cut, yeah, that I think is seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he could his services could be used somewhere where he's expected to be the secondary or maybe primary scorer. Yep. Um, and I think he would be a more efficient player in that kind of a role. But they put him in his role, and he kind of fell down to the third you know the third score option and and he's playing down low way more than he has in per se the the Timberwolves I think if you sat Kevin Love down and said listen you already have a title go to Milwaukee we can take you to yeah. yeah i think that's a pretty yeah. good go somewhere fit. where you're expected to, where i you're think because they need the, the bucks need somebody Ladies. like him yeah. that could shoot and i mean he'll add the rebounding he score, he he will consistently score 20 to 25 points right in milwaukee right and and greek freak will be more efficient that yeah. way that uh, that i wouldn't mind now that's a trade obviously yeah, so, yeah right, 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 right so right. are you talking about 
trading him for Jabari because you got you got to give the Cavs something for, if you for give, love. Yeah, I mean, and it's got to uh, be equal. Well, I don't necessarily have to be equal. It just got they just got to feel like there's some upside to it, really. If they if the Cavaliers feel like there's an upside to it, they you know what I'm saying they, right. they I can see them putting right. a trick on something if they package something together. Chris and, Middleton is young, yep. Um, and it's not again. I'm not. It's not that Kevin Love isn't a great rebounder, but he's not a good rim defender. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, send somebody like Greg Monroe. Greg Monroe could go there. He'd be a good pay, a, a good defender, right? A good rebounder, and you're not. Asking he's got to work on his hands, though. But you're not asking him to score a whole lot, though. No, but I'm I'm talking about when he's going up for rebounds. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen him sloppy with grabbing rebounds and holding onto the ball. That's one thing that uh, I could. I mean, be a but, that's, but that's thing is, But Greg Monroe and, and you know, and I think he, I think he played for um, Detroit before this, right? If I'm not mistaken, he was in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The dude, um, I, I mean, obviously Drummond was there, but I was gonna say, um, but that dude, fit. but that dude was a good. He was a good rebounder. He was. I mean, so I he mean, was. I, I, I tend to believe that's more of a mechanic thing than it is, uh, and it can be fixed, skill, right? Than a skill level thing, it could be fixed. Um, so I mean, if you send if you send Middleton and and uh, and Monroe and a pick, you right. know, I mean, like I, I could see that for Kevin Love, um, and because you're automatically, you know, is. And, and you're and you're sending sides. Kevin Love to a playoff team. You're not right. sending him to what he was with Minnesota all those years right. and not contending for a playoff right. spot. That would be the conversation I would have with Kevin Love as far as that's concerned. Now, as far as the bench goes, I think Darren I mean, Williams. Darren Williams got to go. Dante Jones. Why are you even still? And and that, yeah, and you know what? I, I got to give you props, man, because. I forgot the guy even existed, and and when you talk about having guys on your bench that can actually play, like I mean, Ty Lue, you can argue had his hands tied behind his back because he could have stretched that bench with better players yeah, than Dante yeah. Jones and James, James Jones. Jones. You know, you know what I'm saying. So, it's, it's, and I get you that you normally don't go that deep into your bench in the in the, in the playoffs. I, sure, I, but sure. when something needs to be done, then damn it, something needs to be done. Right, and they wasn't scoring with the Warriors. They just weren't. No. No, they, For the majority they of the series, they weren't scoring with them. So when you need and, and and let's be clear, and everybody act like they didn't see this. LeBron game two mm-hmm. was tired. Yeah, he was tired in game yeah. two. Like like noticeably tired in game two. I can't speak to. I, I didn't notice it anywhere else. But game two, he was noticeably tired. Game five, I literally watched him. You know, try to guard the the three point shooter. Yep. and watched. Uh, LeBron, I mean Kevin Durant, dunked the ball. He literally watched him go down on a fast break and dunk the ball because he was like, "It's like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta step up and take that foul, bro." Oh no, question. you gotta step up and take that foul or block him or you gotta step up and defend that. No question um, about it. You know they they need they need help. He needs help. Yeah, they need they need they, they, need, they need a playmaker that's going to actually show up for the moments. Who's that Eagle Dower? Who's that Eagle Dower off the bench? That's out. Yeah, that that's out there, right? I mean, that bench, that bench. I know at least by third quarter, that bench had at least nineteen, twenty points in comparison to uh, Cavaliers, like five or something like that. So right, I, right. I, I'm pretty sure they scored almost thirty points off the bench last night. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Then you know. You know, props to Iguodala, man. Um, Delonte West. 
Delonte that boy West. came off uh, uh, David West. I don't know why I can't call this nigga Delonte West. David West. You know, he came off the bench and, and um, you know, did some necessary things in the fighting. Yeah. But then did some necessary. But he had like eight, you know, somewhere between six to ten points. I don't remember exactly the stat. But, right. yeah, Jeffrey is Iggy for the Cavs. Jeffrey who? Yeah, I don't know who Jeffrey is. But, but he but, no, he ain't. But speaking of David West, though, um, you, you saw that meme floating around last night. I'm like, are these guys kissing on the court? Him and uh, Tristan Thompson mm-hmm. when it was when it was going at each other. I'm like, I'm like, look, y'all, like, y'all just play basketball. Like, if you if you're gonna do something, do something. Yeah. Like that that was too close, right? To right. be in the nigga face well, and not I put mean, the hands up. And yeah. I get it. It's game five. It's for everything. I get all yeah. that. But nah, you, you can't do that. Uh, Ducking and dodging says. Plus, Kevin Love doesn't play well versus Golden State. That's a fact. He's very expendable. Any moves made should be made with matching up better against, against the Warriors. Right. Yep, right. yep. No, no question about that. But I, I, I guess this sort of leads into our topic about what the next super team is going to be. And I, I thought about this long and hard. And yeah, pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I hate you. Yo. <laughs> so, I'm looking at here's here's the guys I'm looking at, and and obviously when when you think of guys that could be on the move like Paul George, mm-hmm. Blake, Jimmy Butler, um, I throw Westbrook in there because I mean he's got an option yeah. to where after the next season of- he can get out of OKC. Mm-hmm. Um, Melo, of course, don't want to forget him. CP3. Here's the guys I'm looking at, and and here's the reason why there's a blueprint being set now it used to be back in the day two two and a half stars or two and a half superstars to win an nba title nowadays it's seeming like you gotta have three Three. to three and a half and in the warriors case it could be four in this case this is a copycat league. It's like they say in football. Yeah. It's a copycat yeah. league. Yeah. So I'm looking at the younger cats in the game. I'm looking at a John Wall. I'm looking at a Boogie Cousins, an Anthony Davis. I'm looking at those three guys. And obviously, we've heard some stories in the middle of the season that John Wall and Boogie wanted to, you know, had a talk. And yeah. at some point in their careers, they want to play on the same team with each other and obviously they played in college mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think Anthony Davis I don't know if he was on that team with them but he th- he played for Kentucky too right Anthony Davis right uh, yeah he played yeah, for Calipari yeah, right yeah, yeah. okay but I think that was probably later on I think I that mean, was after sure, but yeah, 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 yeah I think that was after Wall and Boogie got drafted so you, you, so you got three Kentucky products in the NBA at pretty much all star level right now I think, and I don't know if it's going to be with the Pelicans because I don't know how smart of a front office they are that mm-hmm. that could pull this off, mm-hmm. or whether it be the Wizards or maybe another situation. But I can see a situation where Boogie has he has I think a year left on the contract, so yeah. they're going to see how and, this and, whole. And truth be told, they can get they can get him out of that contract if, if they somebody, if they want somebody to. really want they could get him out of that's it. true yeah. if. If he decides, you know what, I'm going to just opt out, and I think Wall has a year left or two years. I think it's two. It's two years left? Two. Okay. And obviously, it's, it's not going to be a quick thing. Yeah. It's, it's going to take 
a couple of years for this to form, but I could see a situation where John Wall, Boogie Cousins, possibly, possibly, and I'm going to throw Anthony Davis in there because the Pelicans got the two guys already. Yeah, they got yeah. two. They're they're closer to it's closer, yeah, to getting the super to forming the super team yeah. than the Wizards are. Right, but let's say let's say it's those three guys, and obviously you got to get some shooters. You got to upgrade a bench here and there. That might be that might be your next super team in two years, well, given the contract situation. Yeah, and that and that's I mean obviously that's where I was going. Well, not obviously, but that's where I was going. I was going Pelicans too because and mm-hmm. actually I had read somewhere that um, because it didn't work out in Washington as quickly as maybe they thought that that there was a rumor that, that it could happen. John Walker end up there. Yep, with everybody else still being there, then. You know, it would work out because obviously the Pelicans ain't going to let Anthony Davis go. Right. Then it's just a matter of getting, you know, Boogie to stay. Yep. If Wallace say he coming, then Boogie staying. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. You know what I'm right. saying? So that kind of thing. So that was that was my my thing, too. Um, I, I guess because I agree with you, I kind of got to pick somebody different. And I wasn't expecting to because I was I was kind of hoping you'd say the Lakers, um, and the I, Lakers I is, the other, is the other um, the other option that. because um, obviously the whole Russell Westbrook wanting to play there, the whole Paul George wanting to play there, yep, both California guys, and then Kevin Love wanting to be there. That's true, and and if they draft Levar Ball, I mean right, not, Lonzo, not his daddy, um, yeah, Lonzo, Lonzo Ball, yeah, if that happens. Now well, Lonzo got, coming off the unless they put Lonzo at the at the two, but right, yeah, but still, yeah, you but got yeah, yeah. you got I'm a potential you, three stars, three and a half stars yeah. in that particular situation, right? So that might, yeah, that might not be a bad fit, yeah. Now, I'm I'm trying to fit these other guys, and, they, and they're very obvious, and that's the thing: Lakers got money to spend. That's the other piece yes, of it too. Yes, Lakers no question about it, because they could deal D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, and I don't I don't know about the whole Julius Randle thing because I think he's a pretty good. Player. And it's another guy that got over there that um, oh that, Brandon Ingram, yeah, that people are kind of speaking highly of. Right, right. Yeah. So uh, t- maybe two of those three got to go yeah. if that. Well, I can promise you, D'Angelo Russell would be gone if, oh, that, yeah. if that was the case. Yeah. It, it would be between Brandon Ingram and Julius Randle, mm-hmm. and I think Julius Randle's kind of improved his game from you know the year yeah, before. And, you know, and this is like his third year, right? Uh, like his third, third year, year coming right? Up. Yeah, so, yeah, he, so he's still so got he's, run he's been pretty good. Yeah, I'm trying to fit the other guys like the veterans, and, and it's funny because, and I don't know what the date is, but we're approaching the 10 year anniversary of when the Boston Big Three. Uh-huh. you know, in 2008, 2007, 2008 season. So in my head, I'm like, who who could be that version of a super team now? And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, the problem is, is that that 08 Celtic team didn't have to face a team with three and a half, four yeah. all-stars. They, and see, and while, well, you know, I, tangent, mm-hmm. just warn you. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> The Warriors are a super team, but I just hate that we have to put them in the categories of super team because it wasn't a whole bunch of acquisitions. It was in-house drafting. for the most part. Yep. In-house drafting. And because, you know, all f- f- three said players are so good, right. you have to put them in a, you know in the super team category. But I don't – you. 
by definition, I don't think you can call them a super team, but it's like we got to call them a super team because they're so good. And they got the second best player and they, in well, basketball. But they, but they were saying that. But they were saying that last year, though. Right. They were saying they was the best team last year. They were ten, saying they was super team last year. Right. So it wasn't. Right. I mean, so, uh, I think Kevin Durant is what solidified it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, one act, one major acquisition, and now you're a super team. But it was. It was because of what you did in the draft more than it was because of bringing Kevin Durant in. Shit, no, that's true. No, 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 no question about that. And it's going to be hard for another team to try to put do that it together. that way. Yeah, right. and it's going it's going to be hard do that way. Because look, you got to remember, and I, I give I give the Warriors all the credit in the world, but their path to the first title. You know, it it was it was easy. Yeah. I mean, they avoided yeah. they avoided the they big avoided dogs, all the point guards, they the point guards. Yeah. Spurs, yeah. Clippers, OKC missed the postseason that year. Yeah, so they really, you know, they 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 kind of they won it early, kind of similar to what the Spurs did back in '99. Mm-hmm. They faced the Knicks team that was an eighth seed in the East in a shortened lockout season. They got off, you know, to a good start. Next yeah. thing you know, they started racking they started, off yeah. championships. So, and let's be clear, man. While we're talking about the uh, the Spurs, man, mm-hmm. um, they they are the like they. F- it seems like they failed uh, outside of Kawhi Leonard, man. Mm-hmm. They had been bringing up Danny Green, um, uh, Patty Mills, um, yep. uh, uh, the guy they just bought in last year, um, Simmons. Simmons, but it, it, Kyle no, Anderson, Kyle Anderson, yep. Like they were, they they've been bringing in young guys trying to you know create what the uh, Warriors kind of kind of did, and just bringing in guys and they bec- and they being that team, man. And right. the Warriors are the ones that succeed, and they're doing it, man. They they're uh, they are succeeding. They they and they still why the Spurs still can't let go of what they had right you know right. because the guys that were in position to take their place yep. haven't been good enough and and give credit to the Spurs too because they go outside the country yeah. for some of these guys but they I missing mean, they, they, yeah, they let's be clear they're missing oh no no question yeah no look no no question about it I mean there's no Tim Duncan's on yeah. the team right now and and Lamarcus Aldridge which is not the normal typical free agency pickup that the Spurs actually do, he's not showing to his full potential at this point. So, and and then of course you got Melo out there. He can move someplace and I I don't know. I don't know if a team consisted of Melo, CP3, I don't know, Paul George, you know, some of these veteran guys. But but again, the problem is, is that if you're trying to follow what the 08 Celtics did, it's going to be tough because that team didn't have to face the Warriors, the Warriors, the way yeah. they are now. So yeah. now it's it's yeah. different now. So if Melo wants to, you know, have a chance for a title, he might have to join the Warriors at some point if they lose a Clay Thompson or if they lose a big chunk of their bench. So by the way, the uh, Warriors are um, favorites to win next year's finals. If you didn't know, oh, of course, and their probabilities to win is the highest it's ever been in any of the four sports. Right, and it's probably going to be like that for the next three, four years, I mean, something like that. Unless, unless somebody you know goes down and plays. like we said, yeah, like yeah. we said, whoever that next super team is going to be, and I and I think that that's going to have to be the formula for these GMs. Yeah, if you to want, move forward, yeah. um, and you know. And I don't want to forget about the Celtics because they got all the cap space. 
They got the number one draft pick. They yeah, could get Gordon right, Hayward. Right, right. They they might could do some things. They got. I mean, while they playing, they probably got a better shot at creating a super team than the Pelicans do. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, if they like, if they if they get Gordon Hayward, what Kevin Love? Because there were rumors years ago, yeah. Love would go to the Celtics. So maybe that happens. Well, it, man. Man, with, give, with me IT. One, give me one more white boy and we we got a squad. Right, right. <laughs> Love, Hayward, Love, Hayward and, and IT. No, nah, cut IT. Give me another white boy. I don't do like give me. So man. you would so you would you would get rid of nah, IT. Nah. Well, depending on who you bring in, um, because here's the thing, uh, Gordon Hayward, um, is a score. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you know, I don't know where I I don't know how efficient IT would be. If he doesn't have those moments where he can just flat out go and score, right? And when he's not doing that now, what what is he going? Who is he defending? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what, no, that's a he, good point. Yeah, he's five nine, and, and that's a good you point. know, as much as I like his story and what he's doing, um, I don't truly believe that he is going to be a you know a perennial all star or one of those one of those guys you put in. With uh, why he's in the top ten right now? Yep. Um, I don't think he's going to be one of those guys that's con- consistently in the top ten of best, p- best players in the game, and I, I don't think he, I don't think he's going to consistently be that. Not at five nine, right, not right. at five nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. that's that's a good point because it seems like those short point guards have to score because their ability to defend is really limited. Like you yeah. look at Kyrie, you look mm-hmm. at a guy like Iverson. Back in the day, I mean, Muggsy, those, I mean, those I'll guys. I give Kyrie credit. Kyrie is a okay, I don't want to say good, okay defender. Um, but not elite. There, well, no, I mean. There's not a lot of the short guards five that are foot, yeah. five, five foot seven elite yeah. defensive guys. There's not, yeah, there's not that many guys. It's, there's not a lot of them out there like that. Uh, 240-532-2718 is a number to dial the show. We're talking NBA. We're going to be talking some NFL in a little bit and uh, a few more topics here. So sit tight. We're going to come right back to you. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back, folks. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy, Kesey, at www.kesey.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at KYSII.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright. The ladies call me the big smooth one, but you know me as the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota, and I want to thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Whether it's on SME, Spreaker.com, or XSquadAffiliates.com, I want to thank you for supporting the show. we got a lot of good stuff coming up, more great interviews. Keep it tuned. Sports Done Right. Yeah. 
Your body smelling like cinnamon, hair in the bun, your toes done so feminine. Hurt you suck your teeth like, oh no, here we go again. Let me get your name so I can be more genuine. No need to front the kid, knows you got many friends, many men who waiting to stake a claim on it. Put their name down just to spit some game on it. Well, fuck friends, I'm trying to set the mold, you know. Go at you hard like most records that sold. Spitting propaganda at you till you break down the fold. You look confused, Miss Thane, like I'm speaking in code. 7664, press pound, hello? Are you listening now? Did I get your attention undivided? Because you used to be undecided. Now you look at flux like those chicks with they nose stuck up. Just put your number down, girl, what the fuck? Hey, yo, yo, that's all right, girl, whatever you say. Whatever you say. Fonte, Big Poo. Oh, I saw, uh, I think it was Big L that asked, was that a new Snoop song in the first break? That's uh, actually Currency featuring Snoop Dogg called a seat change on the first, uh, Currency's first debut album, Pilot Talk. No doubt, no doubt. Welcome back, folks. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles. Yes, sir. Uh, if you want to dial the show, it's 240-532-2718. 
We're talking everything, sports, NBA, NFL, whatever you want to talk about. Um, so, Maestro, um, you, you put this in the notes, and I didn't really get a chance to do much research on this, but um, the boy Jeff Van Gundy during uh, during a game was referencing Khloe Kardashian. Yeah, um, I, I and trust me, I didn't read the article either, but what I, um, he was basically saying, you know, she was there supporting or whatever. Yep. And um, he was saying that he didn't understand why she was catching so much flack for messing with him. Uh, I guess people were blaming his, uh, his inef- uh, being ineffective in the series to her. You know, right, the right. whole thing about uh, Kardashian pussy having ha- having hexes on men. <laughs> and um, I guess he must have caught wind of it somewhere and at some right. point and didn't, uh, didn't like it. Um, look, I-, I guess in the real world... Um, well, no, I can't even say in the real world because I th- I think women do uh, if man allow woman mm-hmm. you know to have a, a negative effect on their life then right. they can same for you know and vice versa if the dick good and a woman don't know how to act then that may have a bad um, you know a bad impact on their uh, productive life. I mean, it's funny because uh, we was just watching. Uh, Michael Bennett on Breakfast Club before we went on the air. Yeah, shout and, out to Michael Bennett and Charlamagne was asking him about uh, you know Sierra having a because Sierra also has that rep about being uh, pussy being good and her pussy being so good that it hurts um, uh, okay. you know the people she deals with career um, you know uh, citing Fifty Cent and Bow Wow and Future Future and right, now right. Um, and Russell now Wilson. Russell Wilson right. Um, Look, I mean, I guess my quick take on it is, um, it seems it seems to be very clear that Kardashians got good pussy. Um, I mean, would you want them to apologize for having good pussy? Well, Seemingly, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, with Kanye, uh, Kanye and Kim, uh, right? I mean, I, I mean, Tiger pretty quiet. I don't. I guess Tiger been pretty quiet. Right, right. And shit, now that I think about it, Tiger might not even be in the mix no more. I think she did it with party next door. Well, so. let's well let's see who's been who's been victims of Kardashians. Let's see Ray J, Reggie Bush, James wasn't James Harden. James Harden was dealing with it at some point. I mean, but right, I right. mean, but in but in on the other side of things, apparently Odell Beckham was dealing with Chloe at right, some point. Right, so I right. mean, don't seem like I mean he halfway crazy, but it don't seem to affect his field play. Right, Lamar Odom and you uh, know shout Lamar out to Odom. Lamar Odom, yeah, because you know that situation was that's kind of almost deadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that was serious. Um, you know, it just you know just those names to name a few. Uh, do 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 I need to hear that from Jeff Van Gundy? Well, do you? I don't know if you need to hear it, my nigga. What up, Casey? My nigga. Um, I'm just trying to because I, I I thought that was interesting. That was so un Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, well, you know, and and I know he you know he runs his mouth every now and then. You yeah, know, which is which is cool. Say. That's how I was getting ready to say. Which is cool. You but know, he had he, to catch wind of it. It had he had to catch enough wind of it to bring it up on a, on a, on his on his you know broadcast on the broadcast. Yeah, because I know he you know he trashes the refs at times. It's like, look, are you going to review a play? You know, with a minute left in the game, he does stuff like that. But, you know, to hear him reference a Kardashian on the broadcast, it was like, yo, like, that's that's so different from you right there. Hey, man. I, I, well, I, well, what what I'll say is I appreciate him mentioning it, 
if emphatically it was that much of a you know if if it was brought to his attention that much i appreciate him bringing it up man uh but uh i mean if this is a real thing and i, I mean I, and i guess at this point yep. you kind of i mean you kind of got to consider that maybe it's a real thing um yeah he kind of you know leave her alone but it's but it's real let's be clear right it's real people that think that the Kardashian pussy is a curse. It's real people that think There's that. There's people that think it's, that. It's, yep. You know, and, um, yep. you know, and to those people, I would say... Uh, I forgot to mention Kanye's name. Yeah, well, I said Kanye. I said it, I said it oh, in the okay. beginning. Oh, okay. Um, you know, maybe you need to, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, let's, let's, let's be clear. Um, I've had... Some pussy in my life, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, you know what I'm saying. And I, I just and and I think anybody in the chat room would agree if if you've had a, a certain amount of pussy in your life. I I don't. I'm I'm not saying if you had one, you had them all. That's just not the truth, right? But is it really somebody that's? It's more mental. It gets mental at a point. I think. It's I think mental. we need to respect. You know, whatever mentally right. the Kardashians do, right. if if this curse is real, right. uh, Mocha Bella says it's real. Yeah. Um, I I think you got to respect what they do mentally. Uh, whether you like what they do or not is your choice. Right. But you got to respect what they do mentally that entices the pussy game. I'll you know you what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll give you another example of a woman who might just have guys or maybe a guy mentally like off his game Gloria Govan yeah. and, and we've talked about yeah, this with Derek, with Derek Fisher and you know th- th- for what they're going through or what he's going through with all the stuff in the news about him it's like yo like Gloria Govan must have some good stuff for him to continue to be in this situation and an update to that story the truck that flipped over mm-hmm. was registered in Matt Barnes's name. Now, <laughs> now, now, oh now, now, I got to, I got a quick. That's crazy. Now, I got a quick take on that because. That's crazy. Because I think, and I could be wrong because uh, I've never been divorced and God, uh, I pray to God that I never experienced yes, that. Sir. There have to be situations where. Sometimes a breakup gets ugly to the point where it becomes just a separation. Yeah. You don't go to a lawyer for any divorce papers. You don't file no stuff like that. You just, the two of you go your separate ways, and then you kind of forget that you possess certain things in your name that you lent her or you lent him. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it gets like that. It's like, look, woman, keep the truck. I don't care. You do what you got to do. I don't care. We, you and I are over. Mm-hmm. So I could see a situation where this nigga was driving that, that was, truck. I could see a situation where it's like, okay, that that doesn't surprise me all that much. I mean, I I didn't go crazy when I heard that. It's like, oh, okay. That I mean, was driving Matt Barnes' truck. Yeah, but but it 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 does make the story more interesting because those two. That nigga was driving Matt Barnes. Those truck. two have been butting heads, and so now you're now you're saying, "Oh, this is Matt Barnes's truck." Oh, what's Matt Barnes going to do now? Is he going to find Derek Fisher now? Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. It makes it that interesting. But Man. from the standpoint of you know, 
a, a, a guy who's dating a chick that's driving other men's stuff or her ex's stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't find that to be surprising. I think Man. I think a lot of that goes on. I have to think with people who are separated and they exchange things and sometimes they forget they have each other's stuff. I I don't I don't find that surprising. Man, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I, I got to thinking about this and I'm sitting here thinking, who who do I whose pussy would drive me crazy? Who like who do I think pussy would drive me crazy? And the answer might surprise you because obviously um, is you know like I speak about like Tory Bricks and you know the, you know women I'm attracted to. Right. You know who I think would drive me crazy? Who's that? Janae. With all respect to Big Sean, I think if I smash Janae Iko, oh, okay, she would drive she would drive me crazy. <laughs> I think she would drive me like I think I'd be crazy. I think I'd be wearing like 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 what Common did. What Erica did the Common. Like I'd be wearing mm-hmm. like the uh, uh, polyester pants and linen pants. You know what I'm saying? Wearing I all think, types of crazy. Yeah, stuff. I think she would. Yeah, I think she would. Uh, be, I think she'd have me acting crazy. You'd be going through Russell Westbrook's wardrobe and wearing yeah, all types of crazy I think, stuff. Yeah, and, and anybody know I'm 250 pounds. I ain't got no business wearing none of that shit. What's the what's the what's the thing that's been out in social media? The romper. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. If she, I don't, yeah, like just know if if y'all catch me wearing a romper, Janae Iko gave oh, me some. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a fact. That, oh my, god. that's a fact. Just that's a fact. I mean, I, I would prefer overalls. I mean, over a romper. I mean, well, I wouldn't prefer a romper at all. I'm just saying, if you, if in fact you ever caught me wearing a romper, mm-hmm. know that Janae Eichel gave me some ass because she probably drove me crazy. Miss Mocha says Chloe looks a lot like her daddy OJ Simpson. I see it. I don't see it. I see you it. see it for I, real. I, 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 I for do real not see it. I 100 see I that. I don't see it. Yeah, you got to see the pictures side by side. I guess you have seen the yeah, pictures I've side by them. side. Yeah, I've seen them. Bruh. I don't see it. it, it it's really close, man. It, it's really close. But I guess there was some story that uh, the mom and OJ back in the day had a thing going on. So, oh, yeah. you know, it, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Hey, uh, moving on to this next story. Um, your boy, Sebastian Telfair, man. Uh, man got busted. On uh, gun charges, possession of marijuana and other drugs in Brooklyn, in my hometown. Got arrested for it the other day. Um, was released on bail of $75,000. And, um, you know, I it's, it's funny. I don't know what to make of this, man. Um, and he's played in the NBA and I, I guess disappointed. In, 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 in a lot of ways, yeah, yeah. disappointment, uh, you would say. Did he, he didn't he go to college, did he? I don't think he went to college. Yeah, yeah. He went straight to the NBA. And I, I just, and I, and I looked at the pictures online of the guns that they busted him for. And I'm just, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, you're, you're Sebastian Telfair. You, you probably still live in Brooklyn, in Coney Island, or wherever in Brooklyn you live. And... You got all these guns and all this weaponry, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, you you pushing weight. You yeah. you, you got to be pushing weight if you, you got if, if you got that much weaponry on you mm-hmm. to be getting busted over. Sebastian Telfair, Sebastian Telfair 
hasn't been a relevant name in safe to say 15 years Man, a relevant name because I, I understand he at played least ten years. Yeah, at least ten years. Yeah, I mean the guy's what thirty two years old now. So yeah. it, at the very least ten years, it's been a while since we've heard from him. But he was involved in the Paul Pierce shooting years ago, wasn't he? You remember uh-huh. when Paul Pierce got shot, and then another, and then, and then the Fab so shooting I he got stabbed. Got stabbed. I'm sorry, yeah. Paul Pierce got stabbed. I thought. I thought uh, Telfair was involved uh, no, no, with that, or he that. was with them, or something like that. But definitely, when Fab got accidentally shot, I think um, Sebastian Telfair was huh. tied to that story. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's some Brooklyn shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pull the story up uh, a little bit later. But um, speaking of Brooklyn, uh-huh. um, I don't know if you've seen it, and this is off tangent, so I, 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 no, that's cool. That's cool. Um, did you hear something about uh, Taxstone doing an interview from jail? I didn't hear that. No. Uh, I saw something like that. I, I just didn't get a chance to look at it today. Okay. So okay. Look out for that if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. That's something I got to research, too. Dude, do you know who did the interview? No. I just saw a clip, I, uh, like a YouTube thing, and I, I was, you know, prepping for the show, so I didn't click on it. Oh, but okay. I, I'm definitely going to click on it when we get out, when we get off air. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, just a little bit of football news and we talked about this last week we questioned whether the Ravens should sign Jeremy Macklin and then he went to Buffalo to try out came here to the Ravens camp and then I guess he, he, he did leave without a deal he, he left leave. he, he left without a deal yeah but apparently he was watching game four of the finals with some of the Ravens at their house uh-huh. I, I saw that story online and it made me think He's gonna be a Raven, right? It 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 made right. me think that, and and I think the Eagles was a second option. I think he had taken Buffalo off his list uh-huh. at that point, and it was really between Philly and the Ravens at that point. And you know, the whole him being at the house watching the finals and stuff made me think, okay, he this guy's gonna be a Raven, and I have to say, I'm satisfied that we got a veteran. Mm-hmm. In there, and, and and it seems like with the history of the Ravens, they always do this in the off season. They get a veteran from somewhere, and the guy ends up being the best receiver right. on the team. And and it also makes me wonder how much that hurts the development of the receivers that we draft. Like I give you, I give you a good example. When we got Steve Smith in the off season, and he ended up being the best receiver, mm-hmm. I wonder how much that hurt Torrey Smith. And, and maybe not re- being able to re-sign him and saying, okay, we dra- we signed one of our own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now in this situation, we're expecting Brashad Perriman to be that number one guy. We bring in Macklin for veteran support and watch. I can guarantee you Jeremy Macklin's going to end up being the best receiver on this team for the season. Better than Mike Wallace? I think he's going to be better yeah. than Mike Wallace. Well, I think, I mean, and, and this is probably one of the only times that I look in the best interest of the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I would still take a look at Eric Decker, man. I was, I would try to get Eric Decker. Yeah. I would take a really... That's a, that's a possibility also. I would take a also. really... Um, you know, a real look at getting at getting Decker. Um, if, if emphatically... Y'all goal is to compete now. Yep, I would. I would look at Eric Decker ASAP. 
Yeah, I don't know for as cheap as y'all got Macklin. Mm-hmm. Well, they. I, I don't. I don't know something. what the dollars. I don't know what the it dollars. It was two are. years, eleven million. It was two years. Two 11. years, eleven million. See, I, I, yeah. I told you. Right. Yeah, yeah. I told you. It was they, two years, eleven million. Okay. And, um, I, damn, I should have. So lied. that's five point five. Five point five. I should have mm-hmm. lied. Just reading the numbers. Um. Yeah, man. It was. Yeah. Uh. So that. But it, it was funny because um when I went to go research the numbers, mm-hmm. I saw somebody saying that even that seemed expensive. For Macklin, and I was like, I mean, so I wonder I how much Buffalo was. Yeah, trying to, like I'm, I'm yeah. thinking to myself, what was expensive, and like maybe like did the Ravens feel like they paid too much, or like where I don't see where five point five a year, right, in, in any stretch of the imagination, is is too much money. Well, let me say, I was wrong about how much cap space was going to get freed up from cutting Pitta. Uh huh. It was like two point five million. I thought it was going to be something like five or six yeah. or something like that. So I was wrong about that. And that kind of made me a little bit worried. I'm like, wow, it was only 2.5. That yeah. means we got about four or $5 million left in cap space. So Ozzy must have worked the numbers and, uh, you know, made it work. Now, as far as Eric Decker, I don't know how they're going to do that. They're going to have they to make some him. moves to really make that happen. Do you, do you agree that if they have once on one side Eric Decker, the other side Jeremy Macklin, mm-hmm. and Mike Wallace, and then you can throw in the rookie I just drafted in Perryman. Right. Y'all looking at a I mean, I wouldn't say top I wouldn't say top three receiving core, but you're looking at a pretty good receiving core. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So and quite I, frankly, I thought they had a pretty good receiving core last year. I think the problem last year was they didn't run the ball enough. Uh-huh. And, and quite frankly, I don't even think they got the running backs to really be a, a power running football team. Like, Chief Rocker, what up? You know, like um, John Harbaugh claims he wants the team to be. So that's a question mark. But I have to say, I'm I'm pleased with the signing. I think we're straight as far as the receiving core. Now we need to focus on that offensive line mm-hmm. because I don't know what they're going to do at center because I think Zutas out of here. I don't know what they're going to do there. Um, I know Stanley and Lewis are going to be the tackles. Yonder's going to be back. back yeah. And they still got to show up that, uh, that uh, either that left guard spot or that right guard spot. So so Chief, I meant to say, Chief says fuck the Ravens, Steelers, and the Warriors. Well, hey man, in a, in a positive note, Chief Rocker, uh, Michael Bennett says that he's worried about the Giants this year. Yeah, he said he he wants to sandwich Eli Manning. That's what he said on the thing. So, um, I mean, do, do they do they play the Seahawks? This yeah, they do. They do. They do. In New York. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's gonna be interesting. But uh, but yeah yeah. Shouts out to you, Chief. Um, I hope the Giants think it up this year. But um, but yeah. So I'm I'm happy with shout the. Out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was I was gonna say I'm I'm pretty happy. Just again, offensive line work on that. And I still don't know who's rushing the passer. That's the those yeah. are the only two things I'm concerned about moving forward. But I'm sure they'll rectify all that. So who, who's your shout out? Doug Williams. Um, I heard about him. Yeah, today. and a and a splash. A, and the Redskins trying to shake up the establishment. No doubt promoted Doug Williams to be to become the vice president of player personnel. Um, I don't know. I, I I didn't know. I don't. I didn't read the story. Let's be clear. I didn't read the story because I don't care that much about the Redskins to mm-hmm. see why they would think putting him at VP. I mean, it might be a great move. Might not be. I don't know. It's marketing. Yeah, that's what exactly. it is. Exactly. It's bringing back exactly. alumni 
and which which more teams should do more often. I mean, that's yeah. that's just a fact. But um, you know, but shouts out to him on the job is 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 more so what I wanted to say. And um, I would love to. Um, I don't know. Grego said he wasn't listening. He couldn't listen to the whole show because he was at work. Yep. But uh, the Patriots throwing a bit of a petty party. Um, they uh, got their Super Bowl rings the other day, I guess, uh-huh. and um, I saw that. specifically put 283 diamonds in the ring. To represent 28-3. And then invited Atlanta's own Gucci man. And he accepted the invite. <laughs> to perform at their party. Man. And put it, I mean, and put it all over social media. Man. Um, man. That's, cr- that's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. That's I hate crazy. the Patriots. I hate the Patriots. Throwing man. shade. Um, I hate Cedric, the what's good, man? Miss um, Mocha said, Trey, you say, quite frankly, a lot. Well, quite frankly, I do say it a lot. <laughs> man, uh, man. But that, oh, man. If you're talking about some petty shit, that is the, that is petty Petty wow. and petty. Wow. Wow. Fuck New England Patriots. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. Every everything about Boston sports everything. period. Oh yeah, I am still mad at the Celtics. I forgot I was mad. I'm mad at the Celtics too. Fuck them too. Yeah, yeah. Every everything about that place. It's fun you know, it's funny. I was um and we're gonna go to break in a minute, but um at um, Malcolm and shout out to Malcolm. He graduated from Frostburg this year this year. I was at his graduation party, and you know my um, my aunt, and my uncle, they got a lot of Boston connections from when they lived there years ago. So um, his buddy, my uncle's buddy, um, came down, and a friend of my aunt's came down. I guess they're like you know sores and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm walking through with the Yankee fitted and all that. You know what I'm saying and. You know, of course, they had to say something about, uh, he's like, man, you probably rocking a Yankee hat for him, man. I'm like, look, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm repping my city, man. You know, you, you do you do your thing, I do my thing. And then, they, you know, they start to talking about the Patriots. And and, and her her friend was like, oh, my God, it was so great. Blah, 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 blah. We thought we was going to lose it. We came back and we won it and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, y- y'all realize that Super Bowl was given to y'all, right? No, y'all, y'all, y'all realize that that was a gift from the Atlanta Falcons, right? You know, right. So don't, don't, you know. Look, every anybody that says Brady should have seven rings ain't watching football. He has five. I think it's, I think it's right where it should be. Let's face it: the Giants took the rings from him, and the Seahawks and the Falcons gave rings back to him. That's that's kind of yeah, how I look right, at it. Right. So. I, I think it's right on point there. No, we will. I will, I will not be watching thirty for thirty, even though it would be. It's probably going to be a good thirty for thirty. Now, what's that? The, the uh, uh, Magic Lakers, and oh, the Lakers, Lakers and Celtics, Celtics thing. Yeah, thirty thirty. Oh, that's yeah. probably a banging thirty for thirty. Yeah, I'm not going to watch it though. Yeah, I, I I don't know if it interests me all that much. Yeah, and and plus, I catch it on like reruns and any shit going on type thing. And 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 I wonder if it's related to the Magic versus Bird documentary because if it's anything no, 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 close they, to that. They, they, no, I think it's. I think it's more. It's about, more about the rivalry. Yeah, like the you know the years of history as opposed to just the eighties. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's true. That's true. Two four zero five three two two seven one eight is the number to dial the barbershop sports talk podcast. We're gonna hit a break. Our last break of the show. We're gonna come right back. Uh, before I do that, I just want to remind everybody that's new to the chat room and that's out there listening. We've partnered up with Lyft. 
if you or anybody you know out there that wants to ride Lyft for the first time, use the barbershop, use the code for Lyft, Barbershop17. That's Barbershop17, and you can save yourself some money on your first Lyft ride. Tell your friend to tell their friends. Get the message out there. We appreciate it. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani, J.B. Bodie, and of course, my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show. And we ain't buying none of that. None of that. Look at him sipping the sauce. You niggas been ripping the soft. You niggas just talking the most like housewives. Pockets is full of the hope, homie. Tell them we came for the dope only. For the dope only. Benjamin Franklin, the folks on me. Where's the solo, my nigga? I got the loud in the sled. Went to college a bit. Pissed off my scholarship quick. Now I'm back in the town. I'm back in the town. A nigga been searching for purpose. There's nothing around. Back into making my old moves, wrong move. Play the game and nigga, no rules. Poor you, you could probably lose your soul too. Dancing with the devil, the seeds were planted back in 02. I guess I learned my lesson, cause now a nigga had the O2. London on tilt, with the G's ballin' like we watch film. If you talking queens, nigga please, them niggas reachin', we should put them on stilts. I know we coolin' up, but cooler y'all, they pullin' off hip. My nigga, who are y'all? Don't get my crew involved. Look at them sipping the sauce. You niggas been ripping the sauce. You niggas just talking the most like housewives. Pockets is full of the hope, homie. Tell them we came for the dope only. For the dope only. Benjamin Franklin and folks on me. And we ain't buying none of that shit. We ain't buying none of that shit. And we ain't buying none of that shit. Million soldiers get a redeployment. Cause ain't no leaders here that we appointed. We the only ones that matter now. Cut the chatter down. Fuck your style, this ain't dapper down. Where my own shit still hitting bitches like it's bad around. Call me spring training. I've been wildin', but I maintain it. Young Burl Bossy, dog, whole burn, watch me. Fiends, boys from the block, but we got hoes in the lobby. A tree grows from the concrete, like he rose to the top. Cocky, them boys from the flop, but not me, your boy, been a lock. Boss, look at them sipping the sauce. You niggas been ripping the sauce. You niggas just talking the most, like housewives. Pockets is full of the hope, homie. Tell them we came for the dope only. For the dope only. Benjamin Franklin, the folks on me. We ain't buying none of that shit. We ain't buying none of that shit. We ain't buying none of that shit.
All right, y'all, we back in the house. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier. Yeah. Listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. If you want to dial the show, the number's 240-532-2718. Hey, Maestro, I, I just want to um, send a quick special shout-out to my cousin, Fernanda Johnson, whom we've had on the podcast uh-huh. a few months back to promote her book, what up, what up? which is called Every Place. And um, just to share this with you, I didn't even, you know, have this conversation with you. Um, she's moving to the Bay Area okay. next week. Okay. About six months ago, she told us that she was going for an interview out there. Mm-hmm. And it's for Kip School. They got locations mm-hmm. out there. And the minute she told me that, I was like... She's getting a job out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, with her credentials and yeah. everything like that, it was no secret or no question to me that she was getting a, a job out there. So she did the interview. She came back. And I guess around, I want to say, I want to say April, like the beginning of April, she made the announcement to the family that she got the position and she's moving out to it. I guess, I'm thinking she's either staying in Oakland or... San Jose. I can't remember which okay. town she's standing out there, mm-hmm. but um, we had a surprise. Well, it wasn't a surprise, but we had a going away party for her at my aunt's house over the weekend. Her one of her best friends, who she works with, hosted the joint. She invited all her coworkers, people that have been instrumental in her career over the you know past ten years of her doing this. In you know in the education field and it, it was just nice to see her happy and you know knowing that she's content with the decision that she's made yes sir and you know if if things you know it's it's like you know me and the family said you live out there for a couple years and you know you find out maybe this just isn't it then look the option to come back is always there but you know I just want to wish her well yes sir and 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 it got me to thinking man. The economy out there in the Bay Area is crazy. I mean, it's crazier than it is in New York. Like, you oh, can, oh, like, like expensive. Like, ex- yeah, like okay. expensive. Like, you could pay three thousand dollars for an efficiency out there out west, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. The 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 San Francisco market is extremely high. The economy is just hmm. like off the roof. It's just really expensive to live there. Um, I, I wouldn't dare <laughs> think yeah. about, you know, renting a place out there or even buying for that matter. Shit, I don't know about that, bro. Yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, Chief Rocker says, I guess she'll be wearing a Warriors jersey. Yeah, that's funny. She she said that after watching the final, she's like, maybe that's my new that's team right team, there. Yeah. That's her team right. right there. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll probably be going to some games and all that stuff. So Miss um, Mocha Bella says congrats to her. Appreciate that. I will let her know. Uh, Mocha said also says the cost of living is high in California. Um, that is true, and particular, but particularly in the Bay Area, it's just. I mean, there there's some top ten lists out there. You could search it, and you'll see that San Fran is at the top of the list when it comes to expenses versus income. And you know, I told Fernanda, I said, look, they better back up the Brinks truck for you if you're gonna make this trip. Yeah. From here all the way out west. Secure the bag. You know what I'm saying? Secure the bag. Yeah, for real. 
for real. So, so the Penguins win the cup, man. That that, um, that makes people around here very angry. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, it does. That makes people angry. It does. It's um, it's like Sidney Crosby is you can't Brady. Even let the black man get get a title. Can't, yeah, can't let PK Subban get his title, man. Yeah, man. You you know what's you know what's funny, man. I, I I'm not gonna front, man. I I I paid a little bit of attention to the series, mm-hmm. and there was a game. I I think it was game. I think it was game five in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. where and the backstory to this is PK Subban was trying to get under Sidney Crosby's skin. There was a little bit of back and forth in the media and all that stuff, trash talk. So in game five in Pittsburgh, there was a situation where and I saw the video, there was a situation where they got tangled up during a play and Crosby had Subban's head like, like literally on the ice, and started banging his head Word. on the ice. Word, yeah. And so I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Sidney Crosby's known for concussions and stuff, mm-hmm. so he should know how serious that is if you're doing that to another player. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so. You know, there's people on TV that said he deserved to get his head banged. I'm like, I'm like, a, a guy deserves to get his head banged on ice. I mean, we're not talking about a grass field here. We're right. talking about a hard surface. Like, like that's the most racist stuff that I, I've ever heard in my life. I don't know if it's racist. It's just stupid. Uh, it's it's it's, it's definitely stupid. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, these are white folks. It, that are talking this. Oh, saying about. that the black dude deserves to get his head. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, oh, he was asking for it. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, let that have been Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Let Sue Band. I mean, let's be clear though, man. That's this. That's this. As of right now, that's their sport still. I mean, we might take that over soon, but as of right now, right, right. Still yeah, and, sport, and man, Sidney so. Crosby is to hockey as LeBron James is to the yeah, NBA. Yeah, you gotta be. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pay that man his respect. That's his. That's that's his shit. Yeah, but that's his shit. But you you gotta give him a penalty at least. I mean, yeah, obviously, something. Obviously, you gotta gotta do something. But that's there. that's his game. That's that's him. Yeah. So he run that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amber Rose, man, man, look. Amber Rose. So I'm I'm not. I have to say. I saw the picture. I wasn't impressed. Yeah, I mean, um, and 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 maybe it's because we've seen her in similar. Yeah, I mean, we ain't fashion seen, before. We ain't never seen her. Uh, yeah, well, she's let's never. Say, sh- let's say I have never seen her bear pussy. I have never seen her bear pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And she obviously it seems as if she obviously grew that hair to um, take this picture. It's it feels like. Um, I, 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 I just, I'm just not right. under the impression right. that she just got hair on her pussy all the time. I, I mean, if she does, more power to her. I mean, that that I wouldn't smash, but I'm just saying. I, it seems like she, um, she said basically that this was a a, a, a um a push for feminism. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I guess. Um, I guess I, I guess kind of like these organizations where they call for topless. Or bear the breast, or free the nipple, or I, that I, that type, that see, type of thing. But you get how I. But you, get, you, I understand that. I understand that because dudes walk around without shirts, right? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't see niggas walking and thank God. I don't see niggas walking around with their dicks out. That's why I said thank God. And I'm gonna pause that. And so I'm not understanding where the where the feminist uh la, 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 Yeah, right. I don't, I don't understand la, la, the feminist part. I don't understand the feminist part. I don't I don't understand why this is a um this seems like a more of a promotion for her slut walk thing that's coming up. Okay. And it seems like a, a stand for feminism. Um I'm not hip to slut walk. Slut walk, um, basically, um, well, she didn't start it, but mm-hmm. she, I guess she kind of brought it back. But it's basically like a parade where uh, women walk around looking sleazy, but it's like, respect me just because I'm dressed like this doesn't mean I don't deserve respect mm-hmm. and that type of thing. Um, so walk around with no drawers on? Oh, I don't. I and, mean, and, and I respect would, me? I hope so. <laughs> I mean, well, let's be clear. I respect women with or without drawers, me personally, but oh. um, look. Look, let's look. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, and this is kind of if I can, if I may try to sum this whole feminism thing up. Uh, for women that don't feel like they're getting the respect, mm-hmm. um, you know, the you know women that are against catcalling and things like that. Right. For me, for me, and I'm not a woman, so I'm not going to act like I totally understand. But for me. If I see you, I'm a man. I see you, and you looking, looking how you looking. Yep. And I and I come at you, you know, like I'm trying to holler at you, like Francis. You got your titties out, and I come at you like <laughs> I'm trying to suck on them titties. <laughs> and not to say, I, you know, that's out of pocket. <laughs> you know, that's out of line. Like, like, you know, what I'm saying that's an habitual line stepper. But at the same time. <laughs> You should be able to just say, hey, nah, like, nigga, no. Like, would you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. can can it just be that simple? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, El Mocha says this show's about sports, right? No, yeah, no, yeah. no. I mean, no. It no. is, but we no. going to talk we going to talk, we gonna we talk, talk about, about her bearing her pussy. <laughs> hey, hey, dang, maestro. Look, that's, that's what mocha. she did. We are. We're going to talk about her burning her pussy. I didn't say mocha burning. No, no, hey, no, 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 not that. I'm not what? saying you said oh. that. I mean, she. <laughs> oh, that's what's happening. Fuck Amber Rose. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. But mocha, but I would love your input. Like, do you just not. I mean, do you, do you lack respect for women who have these types of stances? Oh. Like, for me, for me. It's just different strokes for different folks because let's be clear, some of these people that that you know may call Amber Rose a hoe or whatever, like those some of them hoes be the ones getting wifed. You know what I'm saying? And some right. of these motherfuckers that's criticizing Amber Rose for being a hoe, not getting wifed because they're not being a hoe enough. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just different strokes for different folks, and 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 I'm saying that to say, I mean, all women deserve to be respected. Um. At first, as a human being, and then secondly, as a woman, I. But you know, I don't know. Well, like, who am I? Uh, Chief Rocker says that's what I want to do. Where is she at? I don't know. Yeah, he also oh, said oh, oh, you, have give res- you have yeah, to give respect. Yeah, yeah. To get it you, right. Um, yep, yep. and I, I look. I'm gonna say this about Emma Rose. Uh, Amber was a stripper. I know. Yeah. I, okay. I don't, so was Monique. So was I know, a bunch of women in you know in the industry. This this Amber Rose, she has taken her her physical attractiveness and turned it into a you know I don't know if she's making millions of dollars but turned it into a nice living. 
Yeah, and she and she's got a pretty good following. I and mean, she had that one show had a on talk VH1. Show. She's doing movies. Yep. She, she's she is yep. for for all intents and purposes one of the most popular women in the game right now in entertainment right now. Mm-hmm. And that picture just gets people talking about her a lot more. I ain't mad, but I'd have to say I'm not I'm not impressed with the picture because. You know, I've seen pictures of her at the beach when yeah. she's topless. Yeah. I mean, that stuff went viral and it's like, okay. I just didn't get it. New. I just didn't get it because if it was a, if emphatically it was a feminism thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get, I get, you know, the hair on, you know, I, I guess women want to be able to wear that have to shave. I don't know. Right, I, right. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, if, if it's about you want not having a shave, I mean, Ain't no real nigga not gonna beat it up because you because you got Eric pussy. I'm sorry, it's not gonna be me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna get all the way there. You take your drawers <laughs> off and be like, is that hair your pussy? Like, like nah, I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, I'm not. That's just not. You know, I, mean, I don't think no real nigga gonna just not smash because and it's not like it's revolutionary or anything I like mean, that. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you ain't get the shave before before that date. That happens. So um, I don't I don't I just didn't really get what the what the real point was um but god bless her because you know yeah I mean, i'm trying to put her on my i'm trying to add it I to my like, collection I was, that's I, a fact. I, I was just about to ask you i'm so, trying to add it to my collection that's a fact so in addition to let's see who who's the list of women that you had in your collection well i don't have yet they more like my wish list right now, but I intend oh, okay. on putting them into my collection. What's the what's the what's the warrior fan girl name? Uh, Ronnie Rose. Ronnie Rose, but she's actually I hear she's engaged actually. Oh, okay. So, um, Shout out to her. Yeah, um, yeah, her. Um, I mean that that's a long wish list, my nigga. <laughs> I, I, I'm not I, I'm not even gonna sit here and pretend like I'm about to you know go down that list. You know that's a long list, my nigga. Man. Cause it's cause it's not because it's not like it's a wish list, but it's not like oh my god, I got to do it. It's like if I meet her and it gets that far, right? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. So it's not like I <laughs> you know sit around in my room and think about who who would I knock down. It's really a matter of ooh, I knocked that down. But you know who I got a crush on right now? Who's that? Um, I don't know if people watch the Flash or not. Um, the the series on uh, CW, but Candace Patton. A little slim, little slim thing. Candace Patton is yeah. she related to Paula Patton? No, no, she's like okay. like well, at least not that I know of. Let's say that okay. This is a little slim. Th- she you like, know Paula Patton, yeah. But you know she's starting to show. She's starting to show her show age. her age. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, about ten years ago, Paula Patton was was ASAP. Y'all niggas trying to get me back to talking about sports. Chief Rocker trade. You still don't have faith in my Yankees. Um, uh, listen, man. I ain't trying to talk about no sports, nigga. We <laughs> sports podcast. We gonna talk about sports, nigga. Hey, I'm hey, trying to talk about Amber Rose pussy right now. Uh, hey, listen, Chief. Um, I'm I'm gonna address that though. Let me. I'm nah, gonna just nah. address it real quick though. No, nah, we yeah we yeah. You go ahead. Go do your thing. Real real, real quick nah, do your though. Thing. Um, and I meant to put this in the notes because um, right now Aaron Judge is tearing it up right now. We're on, like, I don't know, a five-game win streak. We just pounded the Orioles over the weekend. Um, and, and the Orioles are awful. In, like, the last five games, they've given up 50-something runs. Mm-hmm. On average, they've given up 10, 10 runs, runs again, yeah. a game. So mm-hmm. Orioles pitching is awful right now, which has given us a pretty good advantage in the lead in the division right now. But Aaron Judge is tearing it up right now. He's batting, like, 340-something. 
leading the American League in home runs, leading the league in batting average, and is on pace for a triple crown for a rookie. <laughs> and and that's looking really sweet right now. I, will he you know keep this up? I don't know, but I'm loving what I'm seeing from the Yankees. And I also wanted to mention Ryan Zimmerman of your Nationals, Maestro, because at one point this year, he was leading in all three in categories all three yep. at some point. Um, I think he's still leading in average, though, but I think he dropped down in home runs and average, and, uh, home runs home and runs. Uh, RBI. Oh, yes. So, you know, so, you know, he got a couple of guys that could potentially win triple crowns this season in baseball, one a rookie, one a, a longtime veteran. How, how long Ryan Zimmerman been with the Nationals? Since the team got here, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, it, yeah. man. That's 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 a long time, man. And 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 for what he's doing at his age at this point. Yeah. He yeah. That's crazy. Uh Chief Rocker said it's not just Judge, it's the whole team. So, yeah, the the pitching is coming around. The pitching has a lot to do with it, but let, let's be honest. Aaron Judge is a big, big reason why we are where we're at. And Sterling Castro, he's hitting over 300. And uh, Hicks is hitting over 300, too. So that, that helps a lot ASAP. Um, so, Maestro, you had a story. I mean, not so much a story. Because, you know, one thing you got to understand about me, man, mm-hmm. is um, I, I, I'll try to get the, the basis, of a st- basis of it, but... As I go through the week, I just scroll through shit. Yeah, I mean my my life between making beats and talking shit is just scrolling through my phone, and I just happened to notice um, <laughs> national <laughs> not going to do nothing. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, All right, man. I remember the Yankees, nigga. Fuck you, mean nigga. Remember them, nigga. They ain't did shit in a minute. Anyway, um, uh, fuck them. Oh, Darius Miles. Yep. Um, so. It, you know, my life is scrolling, just scrolling through my phone. Like, word? Right. <laughs> Liking and sharing and shit like that nature. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and watching Martin, of course. And uh, I'm sitting here thinking, uh, you know, Darius Miles, it just, a story came out that Darius Miles is broke. Uh, I think the last time, Darius Miles hasn't played ball since, what, 2003, maybe? Has it been that long? Yeah, it feel like it's been that long. It feel like that. It feel like that. Really? It feels like that. Really? What? I got. I gotta look that up. Yeah. Be, yeah. Feel free. Gotta, um. But wow. he he made sixty million in his career. Uh huh. And he's officially broke, according to uh new according to news sources, and for I I guess the I guess the the how do these motherfuckers spend <laughs> sixty million dollars? I mean, because here's the thing. And you know, I ain't never had sixty million dollars before. Right. I have never had half a million. I've never had a quarter of a million dollars in my bank account before. Mm-hmm. But for me, um, you get to a point. Like, let's say, let's. And obviously, he had. I don't, he didn't have sixty million dollars in his account. Right. At one time, mm-hmm. but let's say he had ten million dollars in his bank account. Right. You know, like when he exited the game. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point. When you get around that two million dollar mark, you might want to consider that you might have to downgrade your life. Yep. Or fucking get another job, right? And and even with two million dollars, you could still do a lot of things. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. So for me, you know, for me, 
these niggas need help, man. And you know, they this, need financial financial literacy, man. We need to we need to educate our people, man. Because it's no reason it's no reason that a nigga that made sixteen sixty million dollars in his career, yeah, is at this point broke and, and to blow it all in whatever reason. How however blow it, up. it happened, however yeah. it happened. You know what I'm saying? Because even if you you realize you were dead and and you know you know there came a point where you realized I can't continue to live this lifestyle this way. Yep. I got to downgrade. And and it's not like and it's not like, you know, he you know he's still in the public eye, so right. you know, he got to continue to live a lifestyle to look a certain way to certain people. Mm-hmm. Uh like you kind of been out the game for a minute. You could have you know, went and downgraded and and just been chilling. Yep. And, yep. and you know, but well, let me say, yeah. um, he played for the Clippers the beginning of his career from two thousand to oh two, then Cleveland, oh two to oh four, Portland, oh four to oh six, and then Memphis from oh eight to oh nine. Okay, and oh okay. nine was his last, last year. year okay, playing oh, professional off. basketball. Okay. So yeah, I was I was yeah. like that. That didn't sound right. Yeah. It sounded like he played a little bit longer than that. But the guy's long in the tooth as far as age, he's 35, 36 years yeah. old. So um, whatever, you know, skills he has left as far as playing in the NBA have been long gone uh, for that. But I just need people to realize, look, I'm not a celebrity no more. Now I got to make this money stretch. Right, right. Now, I mean, and like you said, even if with $2 million, you can still do a lot of things. But Miss Mocha made some good points here. They go to the strip club and pop bottles. They make bad investments, and I totally agree with that. I remember Ray Lewis's restaurant yeah. on Boston Street see, in Baltimore. I'm not mad at and, that, right? If you if you telling me Darius Miles went broke for failed restaurants, yep. failed cars, yep. you know, like all right, he trying. Yep. All right, mm-hmm. all right, you know, I give him that. But still, you know, but. And and child support, I guess you got to pay that. You know what I'm saying? And Lord knows how many kids they got. Yeah. And then you yeah. know they buy too many houses and too many yet yeah, too many cars. Like, do you need six cars? At some point, you got to downgrade. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. At some point, yeah, yeah, you got to downgrade. Yeah. That you know that that's that, that's the that's the really thing that we really you know as and I'm gonna say as a community because yeah. I really don't feel like. In the black community, there's enough financial, financial advisors literacy, out there. Yeah. Um, we need to start training these up-and-coming kids that Well, we look, need to learn how to do it our damn selves Learn to first. do it ourselves. And this is another problem, and I said this to somebody over the weekend. The schools do not teach us finances. Because they don't want us to, they don't they don't want want us to, to know, know this it. stuff. Right. You know, so it's up to us as parents. It's up to... The village that raises us, and really, it's up to us to, you know, do do diligence because, at the end of the day, we gotta look out for ourselves. Yeah, man. And and at the end of the day, no matter what kind of profession you have, there's always gonna be somebody out there that's looking to help you in the right path. Yeah. There's there's financial advisors. There's workshops. There's classes. There's all types of programs out there for young people. And and I get it. When you're young, you get all this money and you, you go nuts because look, I grew up. You grew up in the projects and I came from nothing. But it only have, I that only this. lasts for a it certain, lasts for it a certain only, minute. Yeah, it lasts only for, for a minute. Yeah, and I and I get the initial reaction with some of these guys. Yeah. At, the, at the same time, 
as you get older, you, you, you got to keep learning the nuances of finance. You, you, you have to grow at some point when it comes to managing your money mm-hmm. because and, and look, and sometimes there's bad investors. There's bad financial advisors out there, too. Yeah. There's yeah. bad accountants. Yeah. You, you know, I, I've dealt with one in the past. So, you know, you just you just got to do your research. Do, just, you know, watch your money. Get watch, literate in finance. And, 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 and I, I, I will quote I will quote. The great, great Chris Rock. We we spend our money on BS. Yeah, it, it, that that's never been truer. Mm-hmm. We we buy we spend money on BS. What what was the saying? We buy we buy they thousand dollars. Yeah, they spend yeah, it. Yeah, we buy rims. They spend it. They got they spend it. Shout out to Chris Rock. Uh, At the Warrior game, yeah. yep, yep, yep. But he said something about Richard Jefferson, so Richard right? Don't get up. He owes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kicking in with Kesey. Kesey says, "Yep, don't even trust family." <laughs> yeah, just be in control. Of, just be in control of your finances. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. To everybody listening, man, be in control of your finances, man. We we got we as a people, we definitely got to do better. Oh, definitely. We definitely got to do better. Definitely. Um, glad to see DJ New New up here in the chat up. room. Uh, as we as we close out the show here, and I just want to send a shout out to everybody in the chat room. And everybody that's out there listening that support the show and continue to support the show. We really appreciate that. Just want to remind you guys that you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And for an on-demand episode of this show, you can go to Spreaker.com. Or you can go to Google Play Podcasts. Or you can go to iTunes and just download the show from there. So for myself, Trey Frazier, and the homie Maestro Styles here, we out of here. Make sure y'all tune into Vince Wright's show. He's got a show on right this second. Make sure y'all support that brother right there. And we out of here. We're going to hit y'all up next week. Peace out. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. Maestro Styles. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. So don't call me a nigga, unless you call me my nigga, I'm a king, O-E, be slipping, falling from my chalice, uh, don't mind the bumper that was missing from my carriage, uh, it's poorly tinted, but my women not embarrassed, I can't bury your average, uh, you feel slighted, ay, it's like she know that I got it, it feel like it, ay, I real life it, ay, I spill vices, ay, you will like it, I promise it's real vomit, I'm honest, nigga, ain't no getting money on that conscious shit, I'ma just low my gap. On some survival shit And when I hear they got a drought on it I take a month out of rap And I hustle till I'm out of it I got that coke flow uh, That heat rock I got that old school Huddle to the beatbox Baby I'm just digging in your gushy 
looking for the sweet spot. I'm a beat thot till that motherfucker beat drop. My killers, my killers, my trickers, my rose. I got love for my sister, my women, my bitches, my strippers. so youthful but if you die today i hope you finding some relief or what a great escape we still dodging from police when we make a plate they lying searching in my bucket with the straightest face it could be 88 sometimes i wonder why we kill us why they killing us i think we only were a grill because they grilling us or how they feeling us gotta look real and tough gotta keep your hands in the cart know you stealing stuff came a long way from a boat and an auction now we got names in a vote, in a coffin. Ain't shit changed but the coast. We adopted little black children. You can call me that nigga, nigga. I got love for my niggas, my killers, my dealers, my trickers, my rose. I got love for my sister, my women, my bitches, my strippers, my hoes. For my niggas, my killers, my dealers, my shookers, my bros. I got love for my sisters, my women, my bitches, my strippers, my hoes. A lot of us are looking for ways to start our day feeling more joy and appreciation. And while some of us write gratitude lists or do yoga, others pour themselves a bowl of their favorite cereal, Honey Nut Cheerios. Because not only are Honey Nut Cheerios delicious, They can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. So maybe the secret to a great mood all day is a little yoga. Then writing your gratitude list over a bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. Learn more about a heart-healthy lifestyle at Cheerios.com. Discover the new 3-Step Pro Partial Range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial, available at Walmart.